Welcome to the Standing Desk Podcast, your favorite business podcast where we discuss synergies, logistics, KPIs, opportunity pipelines, uh, 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 business cycles, and the software development life cycle. <laughs> SDLC for short. Dan's learning code. He thinks he's Mr. Silicon Valley. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Welcome to the Shane Desk Podcast again. I'm Ben. And I'm Dan. <laughs> Where we just say the same thing in a circle for 35 minutes. No, I didn't introduce us. Um, oh. <laughs> but one person I do have to introduce is uh, Madam Barbara Broccoli. I, I, I got to give everybody a disclaimer here. I saw this on the topic list, and I don't know what's about to happen right now. So I'm, I'm going to apologize in advance, but I'm also really excited to hear what's about to go down. It's not even like a lot. Please was, talk to me about Barbara. I was scrolling through Twitter, and... Is this another Clark Bones situation? Oh, my God. So I see like some tweet like from Variety... Uh, about like the James Bond movie or something. Or it was like, oh yeah, it was yeah. it was like a red carpet appearance, and it was like James Bond and, Bar- <laughs> and Barbara Broccoli. Bro, Barbara Broccoli. That sounds like an extra on Veggie Tales. I know. Like I couldn't believe it was real. I thought it was a typo, like a prank. I looked her up. She has her own Wikipedia page. She's like this very famous stage producer. Uh, did like the whole James Bond film series. What? And her name's Barbara Broccoli. Bro, that's the name of a character from a Nebraska like government PSA on getting kids to eat vegetables. <laughs> I know. She sings. She stands there and sings with a guitar. Like, <laughs> my name is Barbara Broccoli. Barbara Broccoli, along with Colin Cauliflower. Colin Flower. <laughs> Green Bean. Carolina Carrots. Carrot cake <laughs> and butterna to squash. <laughs> it's even, it's it's like on I don't know. It, I was just uh, I couldn't stop laughing for a hot minute. Hopefully, you did the same. That's it. That's wow. the segment. There's someone in the world named Barbara Broccoli. But we're turning this into uh, Ben's celebrity talk hour. Yep, he's the new Ryan Seacrest, folks. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that what it's called? What? No, Ryan Seacrest just like has a radio show. It's like, is it called Celebrity Talk Hour? No. <laughs> Does he talk about celebrities? Well, I don't. Nothing at all. You're, you're asking me a lot of Not questions. Nothing at all. This is 1960. I, I don't Ryan listen to the radio. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we're still we're trying to iron out the details of the segment. Yeah. But <clears throat> so, do you know Kumail Nanjiani? He's the guy from Silicon Valley. Yeah. yeah. He's the guy from Silicon and Valley. And he's also a superhero. Yes. And he's jacked. Yes. So that brings me to my point. This dude loves talking about how jacked he is. Yeah. I, okay, he just had like a GQ profile today, Mm. uh, like big whole rollout throughout the whole day. It's probably going to be one of the main articles in the magazine. And like the quotes taken from it are like, yeah, you know, I just really wanted to prove myself and show Hollywood that I wasn't just this nerd and I could be like a big guy. Then another quote was like, yeah, you know, I just need to get in a shape where it could look like I could beat up Superman. Which, you know, sure. I get that. Respect. But I swear I saw the exact same profile a year ago. 
<laughs> like, yeah. it's a yearly thing. It's been his shtick for a Yeah, minute. like, yeah. he keeps having to prove himself. Like, if you keep having to prove that you're that dude, you're not that dude. Once you go to the gym once, you're forever <laughs> small, man. It's just kind of strange. It's like, like he's obsessed with his transformation and, like, proving that yeah. he did it. And, you know, I respect him for doing the transformation. Yeah, absolutely. But if I had, like, $30 million from a TV show, I'd be yeah. absolutely cut. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's hard. It's hard work. Yeah. It's a lot easier with a professional trainer and a nutritionist. Also, just like... Imagine not having to shop at Trader Joe's for every meal. <laughs> I, I can't. You can't, really can't. And it's just like, just just preach it. Just, what is it? Practice what you preach? Practice what you preach. No, but not practice what you pre- preach, but like... Shut your mouth and sit down? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something like that? Just like, act like you've been here before. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just like, the be that guy. He's clearly never been jacked before. No, no. Clearly, clearly. not. Clearly not. Can't imagine. Couldn't be me. I was up at 4.30, didn't cross it, before looking at the Wall Street Journal finance section this morning. Billionaires wake up at 4.30. Uh, So that's that's Ben's celebrity talk hour. Wow. And one of my, I think one of my least favorite things that celebrities are doing right now, not maybe not least favorite, one of the things I can't explain in this world are, is the influx of singing shows Uh, that there are in the world. Let's, let's take a little walk back through history. The first, we can all, so in the modern era, um, we can all agree that the most popular singing show was American Idol. Yeah. It was, people got huge off of that. Yeah. Clay Aiken. (laughs) Kelly Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. Kelly Pickler. Who? Kelly Pickler? Whom? She was like, she had like one good Barbara Barbara Broccoli. Kelly Pickle? (laughs) Kelly Pickle and Barbara Broccoli. They toured together with the Wiggles. (laughs) Fruit salad. Barbara Broccoli and Barbara Streisand go on tour. Anyway, <laughs> people got big from American Idol. Yeah. And then it got kind of old. People didn't really care about the later seasons. Mm-hmm. Whatever, that's Why fine. Why is that, do you think? I think, it was, I think people just got bored of it. it like, the shtick yeah. was over. Yep. I'm going to say shtick about 20 <laughs> times in this episode. Um, so then it had to be evolved. Some people took the format and changed it a little bit to America's Got Talent. So it's singing, but it's also people that can do flips. America's Got Talent was awesome. It was crazy. When I was in middle school. Exactly. It was the new thing. Yeah. It was like the next evolution yeah. of like the like the reality competition show, whatever. That one where they had like orbs that would float, you know? Nope. Okay. <laughs> that sounds cool, though. Let's continue. I like, I like, the, I like the idea. Um, and then the next, the next big thing was The Voice. I never got. I never liked it. Really? That always gave me weird vibes. I I like the idea that it's like a blind audition, and then you just like slap your button, turn around. You yeah, see that's the person. true. Cool, great idea. I think we should have stopped there. <laughs> but I think we're starting to get a little uh, weird with yeah, it. Yeah, I know where you're going. With this. So the next show was yeah. the Masked Singer. Yeah. When and I it, saw this category, I was like, he's going to talk about the Masked Singer. Oh, but that's not where it's going to stop. Oh, anyway. No. So the Masked Singer, for those of you that somehow don't know, is people dress up as yet. Yeah, anything um wendy williams or whatever or was it wendy williams dressed up as like a pair of lips one day and sang a song it was really funny um (laughs) it was so entertaining yeah it's just it's just really kind of creepily dressed people singing wasn't there an nba player a victor oladipo yeah (laughs) um i don't think they're actually singing i think someone proved that they're not actually singing in there but sometimes they are i don't know (laughs) It's a little Cheating. weird. It's it's taking like like all right. How can we take like this blind audition aspect and we can just take it a step further? Yep. I think we've gone too far. So have you heard of alter ego? No. 
okay. So, motion capture technology was created in the late two th- late to mid two thousands. Uh, we have characters such as Smeagol from Lord of the Rings. Yep. Uh, Caesar from Rise of the Planet of the Apes, both played by Andy Serkis. If, if Andy Serkis is in it, it has motion capture technology. Okay. We are now utilizing that so that people can be behind stage, sing, and have a avatar be projected <laughs> on the stage for only the people watching to sing for judges that are sitting there and just ah, looking at a projection. So it's like, yeah. And it's I not see. like normal looking people. It's like the metaverse version of the mass singer. It's horrifying. <laughs> it's the metaverse, bro. It's so uncomfortable to look at this judge, look to their right, and there's just like an electronic. Like, <laughs> it's like the dancing banana yeah, or it's whatever a, it was. Dude, hot dog yeah, exactly. hot dog. <laughs> it's like it's like an eight foot tall, purple skinned, blue haired alien next to them that's singing Frank Sinatra. Sounds like you're a bigot, man. <laughs> I hate it. Okay, I'm not going to say what it's... Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> I just think it's weird where... Like, why are we stuck on singing shows so hard? Why? And why is it popular in making money? I think the problem is they're not good at making money. And I think that's another problem is... Why do we need to make these things crazier and crazier and, like, more, quote-unquote, entertaining for, like, people to watch it? It, 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 like, you just described each progression of it. Like, it's getting wackier each time. Yeah. Why? Like, clear, like these people that make these shows put a lot of money into it. Yeah. Like, they're not just doing this off a whim. Like, there's market research that goes into this. Do you think it's people because want this. Like, people are more in tune with, like, short-form media now with, like, TikTok and, like, Vine and Twitter and stuff that they, like, feel like it needs to be crazy, zany, exciting. Like, now, now, now. Maybe. But... Is an avatar like VR, or it needs to be like so off of so abstract and so like out of this universe that people will like shift their attention to it? It's so like what's like what I can when we stopped at the mass singer, I'm like, what could possibly be after this? We're not gonna do, yeah, we're not gonna do singing shows anymore. That is crazy, and it's only. Soon it's going to be real people, but VR judges. <laughs> you can't see the actual judges. It's just one person in the middle of a warehouse singing, and we're just going to film it, see what happens. It's going to be like a mixture of Squid Game <laughs> and singing like Dude, the last, the so worst down. singer gets shot by a turret. Dude, yeah, we're we're three steps away from the Hunger Games, <laughs> which is terrifying yeah yeah we are no that is actually a good point i feel like we're closer than we're like closer like, like people are watching squid game like you know they there's some merit to this <laughs> it's, i get it if i if i was in debt i would play deadly red light green light and that's yeah. that's that's all i gotta say about that i it's just it scares me a little bit not yeah no it scares me a little bit. yeah all right we're gonna take a quick break and be right back Welcome to Icebreaker, where we call a random person and ask them a random question. Today, we're calling a little local celebrity. You might know him from such things as the Farm Podcast, uh, his popular fashion line, Bebo, or his uh, viral sensation uh, animations of rat blood. It's Cameron J. Bird. Let's get him on the phone. She just gets him back to press stuff. Oh, I hope he answers. 
What's up, man? How's it going? Doing good, good, man. Good. Uh, quick, quick, quick question for you. You want to ask Dan? Yeah. Uh huh. Cameron, if you could only speak using three sound effects for the rest of your life, what would they be? Um, man, you put me on the spot like that. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right, I need to have. Can it? it does uh huh count? Yeah, yeah, I can work with that. Because right, I use that like 95 percent of the time. <laughs> it sounds, though. Uh, a disgust noise, like a ugh. <laughs> This so is got, literally uh, just how you speak. Yeah. <laughs> this is normal vernacular. Yeah, yeah got to think of one more. Yeah, got to get some mm. little little wild. I got to go with I got to go with a whoa. <laughs> what, what what kind of whoa? whoa? You know, that that kind of that covers all three emotions. That just I like a basic like whoa or like a <laughs> understanding, whoa? disgust, and uh, amazement. Huh? <laughs> I was like, expecting like uh, woof worm. <laughs> I'm going to have to stick. If I only get three, I'm going to have to stick with the basics. All right, it's good. Thanks, Thanks man. We appreciate that, Cameron. Uh-huh. uh-huh. All right, talk uh-huh. to you later. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> that was Cameron J. Bird. You might know him from popular podcasts such as The Farm. I wonder if he knows what that segment is. He probably does. He listens. Does he? Did he listen to the whole thing? I'm assu- I mean, it's the first segment we have of the show, so I'm assuming he knew. But Did he text us about the show? Like content on the show or did yeah. he just oh but i mean he made he made one of very safe choices yeah i was expecting something zanier i think we I, we can't catch people no we gotta catch people off guard yeah it's it's the it's the whole point of the segment it's principle it's, it's the it's principle how i feel during icebreak yeah uh-huh whoa <laughs> whoa whoa <laughs> all right we'll be right back what's up man yeah, I gotta make a quick correction. I felt disgusted with myself as soon as I hung up. Okay. <laughs> Instead of whoa, it has to be yeehaw. <laughs> that covers whoa way better, way better. I was gonna say, I knew you had yeah, something better. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh-huh, and yeehaw. <laughs> uh, all right, that's all. perfect. I, clarify, you know. I appreciate that. That's it's your like, due diligence. Yeah. yeah. Professional due diligence <laughs> right there. We appreciate that. Good luck. Thanks, man. Bye. So, kind of on a similar uh, uh, track as our last topic, <clears throat> the singing shows, can we talk about commercials? Sure. Just like TV commercials. Just like run-of-the-mill TV commercials. Yeah. yeah, like your average TV commercial. Sure. Why are they so annoying? Because they're trying to sell me something I don't want. <laughs> so they have to be annoying? To make me want it less. Well, so, so what? What do you like? What are you defining <clears throat> as annoying? In this okay, context? I think mainly I think of the <laughs> what comes to mind usually is the progressive commercials. Any progressive, really? Commercial. You don't think those are annoying? No, but what I think when I think of annoying commercials, I think <clears throat> of those Chevy ads where they tried to make us think that real people were reacting to a Chevy Malibu, saying, "Is this a BMW? <laughs> it's a Chevy Mal. What?" Yeah. That those made me irrationally angry the progressive ones there's some of them that i find kind of entertaining and there's some of them i don't really like at all they're just like so harsh they're so like in your face yeah and just so loud i know i'm loud but those are just like needlessly obnoxious man like the adams family one where they're just like (laughs) like for no reason I can't see. I say I've seen that one. Oh my gosh, dude! Like, what? Why does the cartoon? What does the cartoon Adams Family have to do with 
progressive. That's like a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. All right, we're going to pause the recording. I'm going to watch it, and then we're going to come back with my live reaction after. So you're telling me I just watched a commercial inside of a commercial. Yeah. Yeah, I hated that. And imagine, like, I, on your phone, that wasn't horrible, but imagine that, like... Oh, nope, no more... Nope, nope. Imagine you're watching TV, normal volume, yeah. maybe have it a little louder if the... Whatever, the dialogue's you're feeling quiet. Like it, yeah. And... That just comes on. You're helping. We're snoring. We're dinky and we're blinky. Like, what, what are we doing here? Just, like, show me your rates, man. Like, I don't care. See, I feel like most people aren't going to want a three-slide PowerPoint deck on the cost-benefit analysis That's of fine. choosing progressive. I get it. I know. I know. And I know there are good commercials. Like Super Bowl ad, I but no, they're not even good anymore. It's, yeah, it's it's the ex, it's the exception, not the rule. Yeah, of good commercials. Yeah, there there is inherently there is no such thing as a good commercial. I would rather have no commercial. Yeah, all commercials. Well, are bad. some ads are good. All commercial. Yep, some some like if it's helpful information. And it's not conveyed to me in the most obnoxious way imaginable. Then it's a good ad. Sure. If I, if I don't hate myself by the end of it, then yeah. I think it was successful. Yeah. Or if it made me say, hey, that was a good ad. I actually don't mind, like, the Verizon ads with that woman who played, uh, 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 what's her name? Mary Tyler Hillary Moore. Clinton. <laughs> in SNL. <laughs> That's really sad. I may cut that. Yeah. Um... But you know the 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 comedian who played yeah. Hillary Clinton. Yeah, and she's in the Verizon commercials. Yeah, those are fine. Yeah, sure. I like those. Verizon has a track, despite being one of the most despicable companies of all time. <laughs> Verizon yeah, has a good track record. Robbing of commercials. me every month. Um, so like, it's doable for a, a pretty like normal product. Sure. Just tell me what it is. I'm not asking for Apple level like creativity. No, here. just show me, show me the product. Tell me yeah. what's good about it. Maybe I'll buy it. I might, yeah. I might buy it. But that's why I choose the Gecko over Progressive. Yeah, that's fair. I have Progressive, which maybe makes me a little more frustrated. I'm part of the problem. You're, you are the issue. But it's like I'm giving them my. I am patronizing them. Patronizing, 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 patronizing them. Patronizing. So, yeah. So that they can have more money to yep. make better commercials. I don't think that's their priority. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you straight up. Okay. When they're doing their P&L at the end of the year, I don't think they're looking at... <laughs> All right, more commercials are going to help this. Like, better commercials. I think as long as they put out a commercial, they're going to make money. I know they're spending so much Geico on put out those stupid cavemen every year for like eight yeah, years. Yeah, those are good commercials. Fun. People probably say that about Flow. I want to know one person who likes. I mean, I guess they have to. They probably do the market research. Got a lot of market research talking this pod. We're really yeah. all in on the business lingo. Yeah, episode. we really are. We're leaning into the standing desk aspect of the podcast. <laughs> we're leaning into the desk. <laughs> yes, we're leaning into the desk as we stand on it. On it. <laughs> yeah, that's our shtick. As we stand on the standing yeah. desk. <laughs> There's the third mention of shtick in this episode. <laughs> oh boy. Well, that right. leads me to my next shtick. Shtick's <laughs> a funny word, isn't it? Yeah. Imagine being named shtick. 
This is this is my segue. Okay. There is Tough segue. something that is called the name of the year competition that occurs almost every year. It didn't happen, I think, during COVID. Um, for no Barbara Broccoli. Barbara Broccoli's <laughs> won ten years in a row, actually. Um, where people people submit their names, and there's a 64 team bracket style competition for who has the best name each year. I like it. I currently have pulled up the 2019 bracket, and <laughs> okay. I really want to talk All about right, some let's of these go names it. and kind of how tragic it is that I wasn't able to do the seating. Let's not go through the whole thing. No, no, no. I, I want to bring out the highlights. I want to bring out the Sithole region. Um, Sithole. Sithole. That is someone's last name. Um, <laughs> That's tough. This one is a deserving one seed. This person's name is Surrender Nada. <laughs> okay. Um, and to give you some reference, the 16 seed in this instant is Jonathan Anomaly. I ooh, that's a yeah, that's good. That seems like a seven seed. There's some great names in here. Such set this is this is criminal. So I'm gonna do a little spoiler alert. The second the so this is the six versus the eleven seed in this region. Um, the eleven seed ended up winning the entire competition. It was in Cinderella story. All right. So the six seed was Prince Howard Barbecue Yee, <laughs> going against Pope Thrower. Oh wow! Pope Thrower won the whole. Pope Thrower is sixteen seed. Yeah, yeah. Barbecue, yeah. That's a that's an overrated seed. That's like Virginia. Yeah, exactly. I just want to call out a few of these other names, and I want you to give me on a scale of one to ten how much you would hate for it to be your own name. Okay. All right. Um, Bubba Buckaloo. <laughs> I kind of like the name Bubba, so I'll go three. Okay. Um, I can't say that without us getting censored. <laughs> General Booty. Wow. That would suck. Yeah. Probably probably eight or nine. This one sounds like a bad fantasy football name. Truman Peyote. (laughs) (laughs) Those parents knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. That is iconic, dude. That's good. One to ten. Uh, five. <laughs> I don't know. I, I am ambivalent on that All one. Right. I'm going to bring out two two names before we go cut to our next segment. Um, Terry Tickle Terrell. <laughs> that is three names. Terry Tickle Terrell. Oh, man. Triple T. Terry Terrell. Terry Tickle Terrell. Is Tickle the middle name? Yeah. Tickle. <laughs> Tickle. Ah, that's bad. I I mean, probably four. That one's not as bad. Terry. Okay. Sorry, I want to bring up two more. Um, <laughs> um Okay. Okay. Alpha Omega. Uh, sorry, Alpha Omega Nickelberry the third. There were <laughs> two preceding not... Alpha Omega Nickelberries. <laughs> it's a long line. So. Okay, were all these like vetted? Yes, these were vet. This, this these are ser- search through names. I, they I read through their website and they do like they actually verify these identities. <laughs> so there's a real person going out there named Toka Bad Boy. Toka, ba- with your last name is Bad Boy. Bad Boy. That has to be like legally changed. Yeah. <laughs> and the final one I want to bring up is Storm Duck. <laughs> Did 
Dude, I want that name really badly. I mean, legally change my name. Storm Duck. That's awesome. That sounds like the best laser tag name at a third grade birthday party. <laughs> yes, dude. Ooh, potentially good future project. <laughs> but I just wanted to bring that up. Poke Thrower was the 2019 name of the year. This is one of the funniest things. If you want a good laugh, I would go through and read through all the names. So you How could... is it not Storm Duck? Yeah, Storm Duck's pretty up there. I don't know. But that's Rebel. How far did that make it? Storm Duck made it to the Elite Eight. What? What beat it up? Oh, no, sorry. Final Four. What Fi- beat it up? Pope Thrower. Oh. It, it faced Pope Thrower in the Final Four. Battle of the Giants. The final, sorry. So I actually can't say one of the names. I can't say two <laughs> of the names. So I'm just going to stick with Storm Duck and right. uh, Pope Thrower as the final two names. Check out the 2019 uh, Name of the Year competition. Cheers. Welcome back to Cooler Talk. Cooler Talk. Where Dan and I uh, get each other a drink. Try it out live on pod. Crazy segment. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. uh, This week is actually a double cooler talk. Oh my gosh. Because. uh, uh, What makes it a double cooler talk? Because, you know, we sip on like a beer too. When uh, while we're while we're on the pod. Some podcast juice, if you will. Yes, sir. And uh, Dan didn't have any because he's a good old boy. So I got us some goodies. We're drinking a gluten-free New Grist Pilsner-style beer. It's made with rice. Please notice it says Pilsner-style. This is not a real Pilsner because it's made with <laughs> rice. Uh, Lakefront Brewery. I am potentially gluten intolerant. Cannot confirm, but... Yeah, to be determined. Gluten does wreck myself. <laughs> so, uh, self, self-diagnosed gluten intolerant yeah uh but yeah i think it's fine it's i so there's there's a little label on here that says certified b corporation and i think that's pretty fair yeah it's a b it's a b it's a b it's not very so we were having a long debate about the carbonation of beer and where it really comes from yeah it's not carbonated it's flat the (laughs) i i I implore you to look up the logo like the the label for this beer because it's a little terrifying (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's like a it's like a grinning like a scarily grinning sun. Yeah, it's like a Shell Silverstein character, <laughs> but it's a sun. It's like if Shell Silverstein designed the Teletubbies. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. That's what I'm going. <clears throat> Pretty good. It's it's fine. All right, so now to real cooler talk. Uh, the theme of the week is gut health. Yeah, this is randomly. All right, you go first, Dan. All right, so Ben has brought me a puppy. Um, it's there's even a little circle on here that says for a healthy gut, which is all I want. It it really <laughs> wants you to know it's good for your gut because right underneath that it says be gut happy, be gut healthy. That's right. So it is a prebiotic. It is a prebiotic soda. Uh, it is only twenty calories. What's the difference between prebiotic and probiotic? One of them's a hipster. <laughs> I don't know. It's prebiotic. You can cut that. Um, <laughs> A little description it says on the side, pop, comma, cultured, facts, dot, dot, dot. No one wants a basic drink. So make every hour happy. With Maybe this it is bubbly, better for your prebiotic soda, better for you prebiotic soda, sorry, that keeps your gut happy and gives your bod a boost. Downright delicious with five grams of sugar or less. These bubbles with benefits will be your new BFF. Get the live crack. Sniff test. 
Oh. <laughs> it is it is very watermelony. Oh, that's nice. Oh yeah? Oh yeah. Heck yeah, dude. So one thing that I can appreciate out of this drink is that it's not in your face carbonated. Okay. Sim so there's there's some like sparkling waters such as Perrier, which are very abrupt with their carbonation, which mm -hmm. kind of gives it a little bit of its charm. I like Perrier. But then you have yeah, I do too. But then you have your liquid deaths of the world, which are a much more subtle carbonation, and that, I think this I think falls into that. Uh, Dan's category. a big liquid death guy. <laughs> That's my new thing. They were they at a Gov Ball. They only had liquid death. Well, they had like Mio refill stations, but uh, like the water they sold was only liquid death. But it was still water. Oh yeah, they do have that. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, they, they're a big sustainability. Pretty thing. good. I forgot to give my rating, by the way. Oh um, yeah. I'm leaning towards. Eight one, wow! It's really good. Okay, I did well this week. You did very well. Let's this go. is very, very tasty. I like how very the can tasty. is like a matte finish. Yeah, something about it. it's very nice. It doesn't feel soda y. It feels yeah. like I'm drinking artisan artisanal <laughs> liquid. Is that the second week in a row we mentioned artisanal? Yeah. Uh, cool. So Dan also got me a digestive health drink. It literally says supports digestive health at the top of the can. Also, prebiotics, botanicals, plant fiber. Oh, I think those are the things it contains. It just lists them. <laughs> They're not in the drink. We just wanted to let you know. Plant powered, microbiome approved. Fact, bro. A microbiome approved this. <laughs> uh... So this is an Olipop. <laughs> uh, strawberry vanilla flavored. Non-GMO, of course. Vegan. Paleo. Uh, combines the benefits of prebiotics, plant fiber, and botanicals, like I just listed, and a sparkling tonic that supports your microbiome and benefits digestive health. <laughs> oh, that's every health Oh, well, you gotta, right? give, gotta give them the crack. Gotta give them the life oh, crack. Yeah. Okay, I'm Ooh, that's, that's pretty nice. That's crispy. That's crispy. Doesn't smell like anything. I lied. It's water. <laughs> that's pretty good. Is it? Is it actually creamy like a vanilla drink should be? It is really creamy. Really? It tastes like a cream soda. Oh, that's exciting. But like with a little strawberry in a little it. Strawberry you can believe that. Is that where the strawberry vanilla name comes from? <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. It's pretty good. It's not it's also not really carbonated. Maybe it's something to do with prebiotic tonics. Prebiotic tonic, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna leave that in. Um Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Something about it. Um, it's just kind of off. It's really rich. But, but like, if my if I'm drinking a healthy drink, mm -hmm. I don't want it to taste rich. You want it to taste, like, like kind of bad. clippings. <laughs> it tastes a little bad. Yeah. Like, I'm putting in the work. <laughs> sure. Like, my body's really going through yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Are you want to trade? Sure. Wait, what's your, what's your rating? Oh, um... I need to make a list of my other ones for yeah for record keeping purposes. Um, six no four six four six okay. four is fine. Okay. Above average, above solid, above an average drink. Dude, I'm pretty sure these are the same company. It's like the same font. 
Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't like this. Really? It's the same deal. It's too sugar. I don't know. I guess I'm not a sugar guy anymore. I don't really drink a lot of, like, sugar drinks anymore. Yeah, I would put this one, like, in the 6, 8, maybe 7 flat range. It does have a bit of a strange, an obscure aftertaste. Yeah. I like mine better. Yeah, yours better. All right, that's Cooler Talk. Cooler Talk. Ben, you're employed, right? Yeah. That's good to hear. What's your normal day, like your work schedule look like? Uh, like 8 to 5. Around 8 to 5? Yeah. No, that's not too shabby. What about you? I'm more of a 7 o'clock to like 5.36 kind of guy. Hell, man. Yeah, it's a little gross. Jeez. Um, what, so like... Do you do you ever like to do anything besides go straight home? Like, do you ever, you know, go shopping after work? Uh, sometimes I try to. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you mean try? Well, there are a few places that are actually open past five o'clock. Huh? Yeah. Well, that's inconvenient, isn't it? It sure is, Dan. Wow. And that's our next topic. Is we <laughs> wanted to talk about the raging issue in. At least the American Southwest <laughs> about things not being available and accessible to the nine to five worker. It's not like the most necessary things. Like I can go grocery shopping, I can go to Target, wherever. But it's like the things that are on your to do list for months that you just have to take care of, like uh I needed to cancel my gym membership or it was going to like roll over another six months and I didn't want to do that. Uh, So they said I had to go in between nine and five. (laughs) How would I do that? How would I do that? You simply quit your job. (laughs) That's the only way to get out of the membership. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's, it doesn't, I mean, I I think that's kind of a strategy by a gym though to like make it so that you don't cancel your membership. That's, I mean, I guess it makes sense. It's evil. It's just but like, it makes sense. like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, even then, come on. Like the like, just the other day, I was I needed to buy I need a backpack for work. My current one, the little plastic thing that holds the strap in place, broke. Uh-huh. So I'm one strapping it everywhere I go now. Mm-hmm. Granted, everywhere by everywhere I go, I mean I walk from my car to my cubicle and then my <laughs> cubicle back to my car. It's still not great. So you're a cool guy for those two minutes. Yep. For all the people that see me walking like that. Exactly. So, But I need a new backpack. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the mall after work. Mm-hmm. So get off work, 530. Takes me, um, you know, your old girlfriend wanted to go to the, to the mall with me. So mm-hmm. I get to her place like 6 o'clock, you know, by the time we're ready to leave, it's like 625. Mm-hmm. Get to the mall at 7. Mm-hmm. Places are starting to close at 8. Yeah. So by the time we get in a store at 7.15, and you're telling me I have 45 minutes to scrounge the mall to look for, I also needed a belt, so I need a belt and a backpack? Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, I get that there are obviously other people there working that want to go home, but shouldn't we change the business model to not have, but should we have the stores open earlier, too? Should we have them either open earlier or later? Because we don't want people like to wake up super early just to come in and, like, for six people to come in and buy yeah, a backpack. That would suck. But it doesn't make sense to have it during the middle. Who is shopping there in the middle of the day? I guess just like 
like uh, just people with nine nine people now with nine fives. You know, am I supposed to buy? Every, I don't want to buy everything from Amazon. I don't. I don't want to buy all my shoes online. Yeah, it sucks. It's just horribly. <laughs> okay, I don't. I don't think eight o'clock is that bad. <laughs> I, don't, I think that's pretty reasonable. Eight o'clock for a weekday? What about like nine? I mean, there's no way they're getting a lot of shoppers in that last hour. <laughs> My, okay, that, that's another for sure. That is annoying, but like, it's more the things that are oh, close at five or six. Oh yeah, that makes that's sense. aggravating to me. Like that, like that place downstairs, the the coffee place. Didn't you say it closed at like six or seven? Uh, that one does. Yeah, that one closes at eight, which is like late, and they have like beer on tap. <laughs> like, why are you? Why are you doing that? A little after work brewski. Go yeah. to bed. Happy hour at the coffee shop. Honestly, <laughs> maybe. Uh, one example of this is like support centers. Yep, that are based on the East Coast. Okay, sure, I get that we're in a weird situation in the Southwest, and they close at five. Yep, or six. So then you have to like pencil it into your your day. To call them like during lunch if right. you even take a lunch yep which i generally don't so it's like you're just like taking a random time to call your like whatever mm-hmm. call samsung right at 12 yep and so i end up just not doing it yep. <laughs> like it's such an inconvenience well and then you look at other things like our good friends at cox communications their Monday to Friday hours are 10 a.m. Ah, oh, just missed the 9 o'clock crowd, right? <laughs> to 6 p.m., mm, you're probably not going to yeah, get in in time. Exactly. So that's Monday through Friday. Well, that, there's the weekend. There's two whole days where, oh, yeah. you know, your traditional worker may, might not work. They're closed on Sunday. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, the old Chick-fil-A model. Yeah. Saturday, they're open 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. <laughs> four hours. Right four now. hours. <laughs> you have four hours to, if you have kids, you got to f- deal with them. Figure something out. Between 10 and 2, go. Get there. Return the box. and Boom. Oh, but because there's only four hours we're open, everyone and their mother is yeah, going to be exactly. in the store. I was going to say that. Yeah. And it's going to be an awful wait time and an awful experience for everybody. But you yeah. have no choice. Yep. We need to have, um, like, robot stores. <laughs> we need, like, you know, like, we need full autonomy. We need no human workers. We need a cut job. Yep. Like... <laughs> Put people on their asses. <laughs> I hate. I hate to bring the Amazon model up. No, Dan. But the the model they have, where you can just walk in the store, put things in your little basket, no, and walk stop. out. I think that is, great. is not cool. Are you kidding me? I think me? it's smart. No, I've actually, actually, I'm reading an Amazon book right now, and it just talked about that. Really? It apparently, it was like a nightmare to make. Oh, it sounds <laughs> Jeff Bezos horrifying. Just like, just like tormented people oh, to like yeah. figure it out. Which they have crazy. like ceiling to floor like sensors that sense like the shape of a banana. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, insane. Kinda scary. Yeah, but no, Dan. <laughs> okay, it's taking away jobs. No, I don't like that. It's part taking of away it. the human aspect of life. That's true. But if I'm returning my cable box, I want to be able just to walk in a store, drop it, it reads the No, barcode. but see, that's the problem. No, you need, you just need better workers. I don't employees. even think it's that. I, I, I think they're... <laughs> need a better labor class. <laughs> no, but... 
I, I don't I think don't it's know. their. I don't think it's the workers' problem. I think they're putting in a system that doesn't support. Them okay, so it's the hours. So just like, just make your hours longer. Yeah, make the system better. This or is- have or or a level with you. It's like sprinkles cupcakes. <laughs> Please <Hear me> expound. <laughs> <laughs> they have a store. They sure do. A storefront. Yep. <laughs> and you can go in there. Yep. Pretty normal hours. Yep. Uh, and then when they're closed. They have a little cupcake ATM. I think that's a great idea. Where you can get a cupcake. Yeah. I think that if I can drop off my cable box doing that after hours, happily would do that. Yeah. Happily. Like the post office. Exactly. It's because stores are designed, it's because they're all revenue facing. They're thinking about the customer and not the user of the store, which is which is going to be all the time, which is the employee. They don't keep the employees in mind, which makes the process worse for them. And they're only thinking about the customer experience and how I can they can make me pay more money. That's not the customer experience. That's the profit margin. The profit, well, yeah, they're trying to make it so that I, as the customer, am in a position where I have to pay oh, more I money. See. They're not thinking about the end, yeah. the true end user, which is... That employee. seems like a problem. For them. <laughs> and us. For everybody. For everyone involved. Just the Venn diagram loss. is a circle. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. That's our rant about consumerism. <laughs> it's our Charlie Brown speech of the day. Do we have one more topic or is that it? I think I'm good. I think I've covered everything that needs to be said. Okay. We will uh, see you all next week for another episode of the Standing Desk Podcast, SDP. where we're standing on our desk. On the desk. I'm holding on my the mic. hands on the desk. <laughs> uh, peace.